Hello, Mixed Neck Cases. This is Nuke Joss and... Hi, I'm Tech. Hey, Nutty, I got a question before we keep going here. Sure. That new rockin' theme song that we got to that we've had for a little bit now. Yeah. Um, does the show, cause I don't listen to the actual show like I'm in it. Yeah. Um, but when the show starts, does it start, still start with the snap of nope. a pop bottle? It now just goes into the theme song? It just goes into the oh, theme song. Okay. Well, song. then let, let me help out our friends here. There you go. <laughs> uh, if you listen to Dog Days of Podcasting, mm-hmm. um, it will start. And, um, I believe the 12 Days of Podcasting still have the, uh, pop of, uh, a Diet Coke. Yes. Wicked. Yes, but Hashtag no. not sponsored by Diet Coke. Not sponsored by Diet Coke, just fueled by the caffeine. Hashtag, but gosh, do we want to be. So what are we talking about today? Today, I came up with this idea while driving to Aikido the other day of what would be like the worst fantasy couple pairings mm. that we could come up with. And I want to have fun with this. This isn't meant to be serious and this isn't meant to be a... um. Uh, this isn't meant to be like a, a diatribe against certain people or anything, but I just want to have fun and talk about like what would be like bad couples, yeah, like 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 um, toothpaste and orange juice kind of doomed pairings, right? Yeah, chicken wings and yogurt, <laughs> you know. Okay. Although that, that may work if you were making some type of yogurt sauce, but yeah. anyway, no, I, I mean, yeah, I mean things that just do not go together. So I came up with this, I came up with a couple of ground rules that we're gonna just. Let the listeners know what's going through our mind as we come up with this, and then, well, hopefully they'll have a couple more ideas that they can put in the chat later. I'd love to hear what other people's ideas are. So the rules are really simple, okay? This is, want to look at couples that would make a bad pair, and what I mean by that is that they'd be bad for each other or bad for everyone around them, Mm. you know? And not just, well... You know, that one person would be very abusive to the other. Well, I don't think that that really makes a bad couple. That's just one bad person. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like Mo Sislak and Marge Simpson, yeah, they'd be a bad couple because Mo is an awful human being, but Marge is a human angel. Yeah. So I, I don't think that that really works for what I'm kind of talking yeah. about today. Um, the rules are real simple. Okay, you can mix genres, you can mix medias, mm-hmm. and uh, if you've got any fun ideas for thruples or polycommunes, go ahead. Okay. Uh, that's okay, but I do have some caveats. Okay. Okay, so no actual people. Right, because okay. like anybody and a certain person running for president that... Right. Yeah, Right. But would be a doom pairing. Right, so remember yeah. that we're talking about the character of Rusty from Ocean's Eleven, not no. Brad Pitt. Right, exactly. Okay, uh, nothing that the creators have already explored. Like, okay. I Like... Like, uh, like Moses like and Marge Simpson. Uh, or uh, what's his name? Dan and what is it? Beth from The Office or whatever her name is. Sure. Office pairings. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Right. But if, I think everybody was coupled there. I don't right, know. Right. But OK. So we know that they're a bad couple. And I got the name wrong. I'm sorry. It's people. all good. But um, oh, Jan and Michael, you're thinking of. Is it? Yes. 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 Jan and Michael. That's what yeah. I meant. That's what I meant. Yes. Yes. Okay. We already know that that's an awful pairing. Yeah. We don't need to explore that anymore. So we're good. Uh, and please feel free to nutty edit to make that part make sense. Ha ha ha. Tech doesn't watch The Office. I don't have to edit. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, yeah. So nothing the creators have already explored. And the last one here, it has to make some form of logical sense in the universe. So I just can't say Enya in a, in a, in a poly relationship with the guys from Slipknot. Um, as hilarious as that would be, um, one, it breaks the rule because they're real people. Yeah. And two, it doesn't make any logical sense. Uh, you have to, there has to be, this is where I want you to, to squirt some creative juices out of your brain. I want you to 
give me a meet cute. Give me an idea. Like, how did this couple sort of fall for each other? Like, what's the hook here? It's you're, not- you're trying to mess up my, my number one pick and, uh, I'm, I'll be creative. I will. I've got three right now mm-hmm. that I hope make you laugh. Well, that's um, the, that's the joy here. That, that's this the joy is meant that, to be funny. That this is good. Go- and you know what I'm really looking forward to? How you're gonna make the album art for this? Because <laughs> oh man, it I might can... just be Rory, <laughs> Roar! or or just um, orange juice and toothpaste. I mean, <laughs> that's 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 perfect. All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. Okay, so doomed pairings. Do you want to start with the the doomed pairing that started this all off? Sure. Okay, so doomed pairing mm-hmm. would be Narcissus and Medusa. So that's right. Narcissus, the guy that's so handsome that he falls in love with his own reflection and can't look at anything else but himself. And then drowns in a pool of water. And then drowns in a pool of water because he's staring at his reflection in a, in the surface of the water. And falls in love with his reflection. Right. Yes. And Medusa, the, the, the woman upon whom if anyone, you know, head full of snakes and if anyone gazes upon her, they turn to stone. Right. So one, dating would be treacherous for Medusa. First off, mm. well, one, I mean, if the guy is so handsome, he falls in love with himself. I mean, I, I can easily see why Medusa would fall in love with him, too. And, and I mean, everyone thought he was beautiful. I right. mean, that's, that's a given. And she lives in a cave, right? So she doesn't get out much. And all of a sudden, this, like, handsome super hunk walks by. And, ooh, who is that? But I'm imagining his house would be, like, some type of, like, carnival hall of mirrors. Which which would be soups tricky for Medusa to like na- navigate around without looking at herself and turning herself to stone. Exactly, because that's the whole thing. To defeat Medusa, you need a mirror uh, to to uh, have her look at herself. Right, mirrored yeah. shield and all that. Uh, so, but why I think this is like super bad? It's mm-hmm. like it's not just. It's not just about them because I right. mean, if they could get around, you know, the no eye contact thing and the the whole, you know, I live in a fun house of mirrors thing, and they actually, you know, do form a relationship. It's think of the children, mm. like so, like they're inheriting these traits. So they're so beautiful, but everybody who looks at them turns to stone. But they're so beautiful, everyone who looks at them turns to stone, and they fall in love with the, with themselves, and they have to look at themselves. So like. I'm imagining the nursery in their house is nothing but like just this like marble statue hall. It's like a rock collection. Yeah, of just these just these kids all frozen in marble because they looked at themselves once. Are you in the bathroom looking at yourself? No, mom. I swear, I got the blindfold on. <laughs> oh, good. Well, then it's okay and natural. Man, you know what? That literally is. Oh my God, son, don't do that. You'll go blind. Exactly. No, exactly. Dad, I have to be blind to do it. All right, son. Keep that blindfold on. <laughs> okay. 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 So, um uh, That's the most that's the most serious of my three. And the funny thing is they're in the same universe. You yeah. didn't even cross universes. No, All didn't. of mine cross universes. Okay, I didn't have to with that one. So uh the one that came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you are taxing me on how did they get together uh, and why are they together is uh, Sam the Eagle from The Muppet Show. Okay. And Harley Quinn. <laughs> and it's very easy how they met. How did they meet? Uh, Harley went to an Electric Mayhem concert. 
But why that was easy? That was really easy. But right? why is Sam that electric man? Oh, he's protesting outside. He, he, he's he's talking about how uh uh this is not the kind of entertainment that we need to be promoting, and 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 so forth. And um, it's too loud, and it's drowning out the concert next door of Wayne and, and Wanda. <laughs> exactly, and um. Harley, you know, maybe she's off, you know, on the rocks with uh, Mr. J or with Poison Ivy, you know, and um, she's feeling um, a little alone. But Sam the Eagle is really cute. I mean, we know how much she loves Bud and Lou. And the eagle just kind of fits in. She she thinks he's really cute. And as he goes on and on in his diatribe, she's only half listening, just like she only half listens to anyone and just hears what she wants to hear. So now she does have daddy issues. And this is like this is just another daddy. And and so now Sam has basically somebody that goes out and forces people to do what he wants them to do with like. Um, baseball bats and violence and now her uh, henchmen are shooting fireworks at people because it's the most American thing you can do is fireworks. <laughs> oh, nobody, came, nobody came to your place, Sammy. Don't worry. I got this. Good heavens, Harley. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. And now she's running amok at the Muppet Theater and making Kermit listen to Sam and um, Bud and Lou are just making themselves at home. So half the skits just end with Bud and Lou tearing apart a poor Muppet. Which are her pet hyenas. Yes, her pet hyenas. And, um, of course, Statler and Waldorf are just loving it. You you know what the... what Man. Man. Everyone knows, or everyone should know, that my favorite Muppets on The Muppet Show are the penguins. Mm-hmm. The penguin population is about to go into serious decline oh, yeah. if there are ravenous hyenas. Yeah, poor Rizzo. Poor the rat. Oh, the rats that work in the kitchen. Yeah, oh, no, they're, they're they're done for. But um, yeah, no. And, and I think like the, the whole time, poor um, Beauregard is like... The janitor. Yeah, like like pining for poor Harley because he's like, I, I'm just as lovable and adorable. And and she saw Sam instead of me. Oh, poor Beauregard. Poor Beauregard. So yeah, that's my that's my doom pairing. Then, and it is bad for everyone. Oh d- and if you try to tell Harley that it's that they don't make sense, she's just gonna double down. Oh yeah, and then and then Ivy's gonna get all huffy and jealous as she does, and she's gonna come in and take over the Muppet Show with a giant plant, and that's our only savior is when Ivy reminds Harley how much she loves. Her. Right, but then it'll be what was the plant's name from the Harley Quinn? Frank. Frank the plant will have the big closing musical number. Oh gosh. You, now we're just getting into Little Shop of Horrors. We're getting close to the yes. we're really close to Little Shop of Horrors. But I mean, come on, Frank is pretty much Audrey too. I mean, he's Audrey Two's baby for sure. Yeah, like his mom's name was Audrey too for sure, for sure, for sure. I gotta digest that one for a minute. <laughs> That's uh, hmm. and and it, it makes sense, doesn't it? According then, to your rules, it makes sense. Yeah, and then Batman would come in to try to figure out what's going on in the Muppet Theater, which of course is in Gotham now. And then oh, he, but he's such a fascist, all the Muppets are against him. No, he gets stopped by Super Grover, who just wants to make sure he eats a balanced breakfast. <laughs> you can't only have lobster thermidor. <laughs> you have to have variety in your food choices. Even what, Cookie can tell you that. What would... What would your mommy say? Exactly. My mother's dead. <laughs> Robin just shows up. Like, don't, don't, don't. Hey, Groves, buddy, don't, don't bring that up. He doesn't Wait, like that. Which Robin? Which Robin? Could be almost any of them. But now I'm thinking about Robin meeting Robin. Oh, 
So Robin the Robin the Boy Wonder meets Robin Kermit's nephew. Yes. The little frog. Yeah. Swamp Scouts, Robin. Ah, yes, the Swamp Scouts. Oh, man. It, 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 it could just get worse from there. Like, it could just go on and on and on. And that is the craziness. That is the Harley Quinn universe and the Muppet universe. Then, oh, man, I, I then, like, the Joker shows up in the alley and he's, like, trying to get into the theater to find out what's going on and to have a, a bit of fun. You and he gets rejected because he's not a real clown. No, no, he he get he gets stopped by a grouch in a garbage can in the alley. They become friends. He decides to uh, when the cops come, he ditches his Joker toxin into uh, Grover's into a Grover into Oscar's can. And now you've got imagine Oscar the Grouch messed up on Joker toxin. Okay, so now you're coming up with your own curse pairing. Oh, well, they're, they're Oscar just, and Joker. Well, they're just buds. I don't think they'd get into a relationship. I mean, that would get. The, 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 uh, I said pairings. I didn't say that they had to be romantic. Was it? Was it? Was it Grouchella? Was that her name? What's? Oh, Grun- Grunchella. Grunchella. That was it. Get she wants jealous. nothing to do with him. Just how he likes it. Why is the Grouch like you? Hey, hey, Sunder is a thing. He's allowed to like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for my next one? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so lay it on me. Think back to the eighties. Way, way back in the 1980s. Yep. Okay, not that far back, but think back to the 80s when we all had a need for... Okay. And the doomed pairing that I can think of and like a bad couple would be Goose and Maverick. What? That was already explored, though. No, 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 no. They're, but not their, like, they, they, they were definitely a, a working pair because they were a, they were buddies. Dude, in... you don't think, come on. That's where I'm going. This was already explored. We everybody knows that they were in a relationship. Like, <laughs> did you see those volleyball scenes? Yes, yes, I did. This, the, I don't think this one counts. Like, come on, Meg Ryan was the third wheel. Well, no, and I see. This is why I think they're bad for each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than the fact that in the movie, spoilers in the movie, Goose dies because of Maverick being a buffoon. Mm-hmm. He kills him. He kills him accidentally yes yes but um, we're, we're, we're being hyperbolic here right but the fact that goose is a homebody mm-hmm. goose loves meg ryan he has a kid he wants to be home with his family he he's a, you know he wants to play the piano he is a homebody he is very goose is a homebody okay keep yeah. going I'm, I'm gonna yep mm-hmm. like they go to the bar to celebrate going on the Top Gun mm-hmm. course, right? And he's not out there picking up girls. No, no. No, no, no. He's not carousing. It's he's there playing the wingman to his best friend to get him a chance to talk to, uh, oh, what's her name? Kelly McGillis. Kelly McGillis, who turns out is gay. Yeah. Which makes that entire movie really weird. Um, because, again, he had a lot more chemistry with Goose, the guy with the very gay mustache. You leave his name out of your mouth. That tour mustache is fantastic. Nope. <laughs> okay, so he do- he doesn't want to carouse around. He's a- he's a very happily in his committed relationship to Meg Ryan and Tom Cruise. And then uh, Pete Mitchell is not, and he want he wants to. And his entire character in the entire movie, his entire arc is whatever rule is given to me, I have to break it. Yep. So they're going to be awful for each other. Because Goose is going to lay down rules and Maverick is just going to break them out of spite. He's not even going to do anything. He's going to cheat on him with everybody and everything that goes on. And um, they're, they're, and then Goose is not going to respect 
mouths need to like sow wild oats or to have a bit of wanderlust or to want to go out. He doesn't want to go out. He wants to play his Jerry Lewis piano records and he wants to, um, you know, sit at home and relax and, you know, and settle down and Maverick does not. And, uh, yeah, okay, you say they explored their relationship. They didn't. They were fire team partners. They were, they were a, you know, they were a pilot. Fire team partners. They were a pilot in a Rio in an F-14 Tomcat and it cost one of them their lives. But I think that had they, let's say, you know, let's say burgeoning love on the aircraft carrier and they decide to retire from the Navy and they settle down in a small farm in Iowa somewhere. Why Iowa? I don't know. It came to my <laughs> Kansas then. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. They found, I have they no found, objection to Iowa. I they just... found Smallville. <laughs> no, there you go. Well, I mean, Tom Welling and all, but uh, I, I just, I, I feel just, like I've already seen this movie. <laughs> I just think they'd be bad for each other. Is all I'm saying. I think that they were, and that's why he's dead. Oh, but am I right in saying that we were all in love with Goose? Everyone's in love with Goose. How could you not be with one of the Bobs? One of the bo- was he one of the bobs? Yeah, you, I, he defi- okay. he definitely was. If by the bobs I, I mean like the the guys that come into office space that are doing they, what do you do yeah. here? Is that not Goose? Uh, I don't think so. I thought Goose isn't he the guy from ER? Mm. The he other is. Bob is all is also from a medical show. It's Doctor Cox. Right. I had I had him and Doctor Cox. Okay. In my I, I was really confused. It's fine. It's fine. It all works. They they both are known for playing doctors. Yes. They they both have had mustaches in yes. other roles. Yes. Yes. But everybody's in love with Goose. Everyone's in love with Goose. And Goose could definitely do better than Maverick. Yes. He had Meg Ryan. Yes. Well, anybody could do better than Tom Cruise. But, I mean... Uh, or Pete Mitchell. We're talking about Pete Mitchell. Ah, uh, that's right. Pete Mitchell. Sorry, <laughs> We're sorry. We're not talking about Tom... Okay, Tom Cruise. Yeah, but Pete Mitchell is almost worse. Like... What does he have going for him? What redeeming qualities does he have going for him? Mr. I'm spending my entire life as a captain in the Air Force. Uh, That's Top Gun Maverick. We're not there yet. I I know, but we know his potential. It's the character of Pete Mitchell. Pete Mitchell has nothing going for him. No, no. Like they said at the beginning of Maverick, you could have been a two-star admiral or a senator by now. He could have been anything. He also could have not been a jerk to everybody he ever met. And notice there's only one person who's still friends with him who was an entire jerk in the first movie. Oh, maybe that's the better Doom pairing. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if Pete Mitchell and Tom Kazansky? Again, I kind of think that's what happened after Goose died. (laughs) It's the only reason why he's sticking his neck out for him. I mean... Look, Top Gun is is super gay, and I mean that in the best way. That like everyone is a homosexual, and they should just lean into it and stop pretending. <laughs> just put that shoulder down. Just lean in. Yep. It's just you know what it is. It was the eighties. Don't ask, don't tell was still a thing, and uh, you know uh, if 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 it had been more along the lines of nobody cares about your identification or sexuality uh everybody would have been much happier i think I, I and agree. maybe goose would be alive i agree with you i think everything would have been a lot better but i think that i think that this was even before don't ask don't tell i think this was in the it's just not allowed phase yeah there is that there is that yeah you're right Ugh, it would have all been better if everybody could have just been queer like out and be themselves well not everybody Everybody who wanted to be. There you go. Everybody that, who is. Yeah. You, I mean. The, the, the other way, the, the, the other way is like some type of oddly fun dystopia that somebody could write a book about, about 
But then the, there'd still be the issue of like people being forced to, you yeah, know, and that's that would what, not that, be that's fun. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, we're gonna go into space. Okay, we're gonna go into space. Um, and this is gonna be bad for the universe. <laughs> okay, because there is a warp hole that opens up and bridges to spacefaring villains. Okay, and it crosses not just space but also time. Okay, when the Borg Queen meets Davros. And this is talk about a polycule. We have the entire Borg. Yes. Because they are one. And the Daleks. Because they are also linked. Oh. And they all have one primary mission. Oh, we're doomed. And they are both biological and technological beings. And they're and they're alone with their creations and there's a lot of you know, they're running their empires. Yeah, there's a lot for them to sort of and then well, meet if we, about if we band together, we'll be stronger than ever. And then you've got Davros in his little wheelie chair there and the Borg Queen and her little spider things. And yeah, and the whole resistance is futile. No, no, no. It's very easy. We'll just exterminate them all. Exterminate futile. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm sorry. The, um, uh, Captain we- Picard and the doctor don't stand a chance. No, because this leads to another pairing that I just thought of, mm. which is how you would solve this problem. Okay. Because then it's the doctor and Q. Oh. That would have but to But does get... Q even care? He did not care about nope. sending the Borg to humans. Yeah, but he would be forced to care because when this goes wrong and all of a sudden there's Daleks on the Enterprise and then he shows up to... Then Q flashes in to mock Picard and then... Jean-Luc would make him. It's like, no, Q, this is your fault. You did this. You're fixing it. Oh, but Jean-Luc, no, 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 no. You get out there and you fix this problem. So, and that that leads to exactly number one hit for the Daleks. As soon as they make this relationship Mm. is they're going to go after Picard and they want to kill Picard because that is the only human that the Borgs have ever cared about. Mm -hmm. So that's like going after the X. Yeah, and... you know what would really help them too? Mm. Think about the Starship Enterprise. Mm-hmm. No stairs. No stairs. And a, and a Dalek could fit in a turbo lift. Yep, a Dalek could definitely fit in a turbo lift. Oh, the Enterprise. They also can go in outer space. They don't need to be in the ship. No, the Enterprise is doomed. So they can just be in like in a spaceship and turn, fire out the hole. Everybody's evacuated into space. I win. But I can just imagine Worf like clambering on top of a Dalek, like trying to hit it with his bat left. I could defeat this metal fall if I could just get inside. And then it's just one of those scenes where you're looking at a T hallway yeah. and you're looking down one of the halls and you just hear exterminate and it wheels down the hall with Worf on its back. <laughs> <laughs> Security teams, security teams to deck seven. We are very slowly making our way towards deck seven. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, 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 it'll be so easy. And meanwhile, the Borg are going to show up and like, what, what's going to happen with the doctor? The doctor's trying to figure stuff out and it's like, okay, I figured out what their weakness is and we're going to fire one, two. Oh no, now they've adapted. Okay. Uh, let me just adjust my sonic screwdriver and they've adapted. Yep. And nope, no more adjustments on the sonic screwdriver. They are now immune to the sonic screwdriver. What? How are they immune to sonic? I don't know. They're the Borg. And then Q Flash 
And Q ends up on the main control room of the TARDIS. And they look at it. Q looks at the doctor and the doctor looks at Q and they both go, oh, not you again. Not you again. Oh, and well, you know, that's what always happens. I mean, it's like, why is Captain Jack's exes always showing up here? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I, I also think that Captain Jack, as soon as he saw the Borg Queen, he would want to um, seduce her. Oh, freaky thruple. Oh, it's Captain Jack. It's Captain Jack. You think he'd be in for that Davros action? No, I no, think, well, not. I don't know. Uh, it depends. Is he the face of Bo yet? Oh, just the giant floating head? Yeah, the, the giant there? floating head would definitely get it on with Davros. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if you're a giant floating head. You are. If you're Captain Jack, you are still horny. <laughs> We get a little spicy in this one. This is a little spicy episode of Nutty Bites. This is, uh, wow. It's not, not even after dark. The sun's still out. Yep, yeah, but we've annihilated two entire universes here out of the multiverse. Yeah, well. This is, this is bad. This is bad. You got something worse? I do. Okay. I Worse do. than this. Worse than this. Okay. Uh, so I did say that poly communes were going to mm-hmm. be okay. Okay, so this is a big one. Mm-hmm. The entire Hall of Asgard, oh, or gosh. Halls of Asgard, and Mount Olympus. Okay. They're gods. Yeah. It's a whole pantheon of gods. They happen to meet somewhere. There's a big multi-pantheon party going on. Everybody's getting together. This will not end well. I I think it'll end really well. I think it'll just play out the way that all mythology works. Right. And that didn't go too well no, either. No, it really didn't. But I mean, you know, it's like you were telling me that, you know, somebody did some skit about um, Zeus being this uber sleaze. And, and it was like, no, he just was. That's what he was. Right. So imagine Zeus the super sleaze. Yeah. Um. You know, hey, wow, you're pretty attractive. I think I'm going to turn you into a cow, and then I'll turn myself into a cow, and then we'll do it. And then say, oh, okay, oh, I am perilous to stop you. Ha-ha, turns out I was Loki all along. Ha-ha-ha. I mean, yeah, Loki's in for that that horse sex. I mean, we, we, we know that's how this works. I, I just, I don't know. Like You call, you call <laughs> Zeus a dog? It's like... It's like, I'm a dog. No, that's Fenris. He's an that's actual Fenris. wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel like... Um, some of some of them, I think, would get along. Though. I think you know, they'd get along real well, yeah. Like Bacchus shows up to the halls of Asgard. We drink mead. Have you tried wine, my friends? You might like some wine. You might like some wine. Yeah, let's try this wine stuff. Um, the one thing I will say, though, mm-hmm. is that when the fighting starts, mm-hmm. when when the so Bacchus shows up, delivers wine, you know, the Greek gods discover mead, mm-hmm. everything turns into an awesome party. I would not want to be a mortal who's on, like, table cleanup duty the next morning because it's not going to be pretty. I just imagine this is, like, some weird orgy thing happening while just a few of the gods are like, I'm outie because some of them are not really into that. Um, But, like, yeah, I, I, I... Man, when they start having spats, though... Like it depends. It really depends on who versus who, you know. Because I doubt the entire Asgardian pantheon is all going to side together. I mean, number one, we've got Loki, right? Like that's just not happening. Um, Hi, I'm Hell. I'm the daughter of Loki. My dad's a total bad guy, and he beats up all my boyfriends. Oh. Hi, I'm the devil. Do you like pomegranates? 
I think you might like my wife. <laughs> I, I actually, yeah, I think that, um, uh, uh, Helen Persephone would get along really well. <laughs> I think they would. And, um, I'm, I've always been the, I love the, there's the dark wife book novel by Sarah Deemer. Mm-hmm. Um, he O'Donnell produced the the audio version. It's a podcast and you can listen to it and it's amazing. But oh, basically cool. it's okay, what if um Hades? Yeah, what if Hades was just um Zeus's sister? Okay. And then what if Persephone made the choice? It was not tricked, but rather chose because she wanted to get away from her dad. And it's amazing. It's really good. So now forever in my mind, Persephone is at least bi, if not a full-blown lesbian. Yeah. And I mean... And they're gods. So like, what is what is gender norms anyway? Yeah. And there's the whole thing about, about the story of Hades and Persephone that, oh, he tricked her. Did he really? Did he? Or, yeah. is, that, or is that what Demeter's saying? Because she's yeah. bereft with grief. Exactly. Um. You know, as I turn all your fields into stone, here she I walk misses her daughter. alone. Yeah, yeah, she misses her daughter. Yeah. Or, or is it the fact that she didn't think her daughter was gay and now she's upset that her daughter ran off with Hades the woman? Yeah, I mean, I, it, 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 there's so many different ways to think about Don't it. Don't finish that word. You finish that word, you kill your mother. Kill your mother. <laughs> but I will turn this world to winter if you finish that sentence. <laughs> I mean, weirder things have happened. <laughs> But I mean, the, these are gods. These are gods, and it's gender is irrelevant. I just do not think the world will work out real good if Asgard and Olympus decide to have a party. So, um, not necessarily Asgard and Olympus, but uh, Xena, the warrior princess, that TV show did a lot of mixing the different pantheons. And at one point, we had Hindi gods interacting with the Greek gods. Oh, wow. It was fun <laughs> and silly. The only, And just, oh man, if you did it, somebody smarter than me could, with more knowledge. Mm. But what if you had all of the pantheons as the different cliques in a high school. Oh, gosh. So you've got the Greeks, the Norse, the Egyptians, the Indians, the Japanese, um, uh-huh. all together in like a high school, right? So you've got the the Asgardian jocks and the... And so like at one point, do we do we end up having like little clubs where it's like, this is the trickster club. This is the war club. Like, and all the gods from the different pantheons are... Yeah. Hello and welcome to the annual meeting of the Sun Society. And you've got like <laughs> all the different sun all the different gods. sun gods all together. Yeah. I'm not exactly a sun god. I'm more of a rainbow. But well, I have a question. Okay, yeah. how can the sun be the wheels of his chariot? Because it's obviously my headpiece. Yeah. Ra, put it down. That's the wheel to my chariot. <laughs> Look, I put a I put a low jack on that thing for a reason. Boy, boy. <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that would that would be wild. And actually, I can really see it as one of those nice adult animated uh, TV shows that all of the all yeah. of the gods and goddesses of the moon are like the goth club. You know the the the, yeah. the sun club. Oh, but I- what also in the goth club you've got the um, the underworld gods. Mm. I mean, they've got to be in there. I think they're the metalheads. <laughs> the metalheads. Well, I mean sticks and. Yeah, that Sticks makes sense. And, well, you know they're they're all they're all in they're all in a, all in a band together, right? Yeah, Sticks, Uranus, Hades, um, yeah, 
uh, uh, I can't remember what the other one is, but yeah, I'm, I'm very, I, I, I only took a course on Greek and Roman myths. Um, we dabbled in Norse and Eastern myths, so I don't have all of that. I thought you read Beowulf. Uh, I did, but not for that course. Okay. Uh, yeah. There was a video game I played that taught me a lot of North Norse mythology. I always want to say North mythology. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Norse North mythology. Yeah. I like that. That uh, could be a band. <laughs> that'd be funny. There's a game called Two Human. Okay. Which took place tens of thousands of years in the future. Everybody's like all these like human cyborgs, and there's a special sort of like space marine type cyborg that's meant to keep humans safe, and they're called. The Asgard mm-hmm. or the Aesir. You play Balder. Yeah. And it's a run and gun video game where everybody gets, you know, you, you beat up, but you're, you're fighting Loki in hell. And it's the whole story of Balder. Yeah. Um, but set in this weird sort of a future where they're all robots. So you've got these big troll robots that you have to fight. The first boss at the end of the first level is Grendel, mm-hmm. which is a giant robot mining machine. Um, so they, they, they sort of spiked. But I learned a lot about the mythology from, from that game. It's a super cool game. I'm sad it didn't do well enough to get the trilogy that it was supposed to, but the first one was pretty good. Cool. Cool. Um, so it's really funny that you brought up the Norse gods. <laughs> oh, no. Because Loki is in my final pairing. And Loki and Sheldon Cooper from the Big Bang. <laughs> Even though I'm not a big Big Bang Theory fan, it just kind of popped into my head that... Oh, man. Man. So, do I have to tell you where they met? Uh, where did they meet? Okay, no, like, okay, what? So, of course, they so met. Which Loki? Um, I'm going to like, go like with hit, like Marvel's hit, Loki. Like, like Hiddle's Loki. Yeah, yeah, okay. Marvel Loki. Okay. Okay, so, of course, they met at Comic-Con. <laughs> uh, he was just walking around and everybody thought he was cosplaying. And And, you know, it's... It's pretty much the the whole, um, I just, you know, humans are weak and I just need to rule them. And Sheldon agrees. Like, if people just live the world the way that he says that they should, uh, things would be much better. That their job is to create order. And now, uh, the way Sheldon wants things to be are going to be that way because now his boyfriend has all the powers of a god to make it that way. I said that's my spot. You try sitting on it, and you're going to die. Loki. 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 Yeah. Yes, Sheldon. <laughs> Someone's in my spot. <laughs> I'll I'll have them destroyed. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's pretty simple and of course, you know, um I think that they would stroke each other's egos very well. And um, I don't think that, you know, uh, Loki would ever push Sheldon to do anything that he was uncomfortable in doing. Kelly Kuoko plays hell. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> um, although I think in the Marvel Universe, or at least the MCU, didn't they make hell his sister? That was weird. Yeah. That was Cage Blanche's character, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was weird. Uh, it, yeah. It, it's not Loki's sister. It's Loki's daughter. Because I remember when that happened on screen and I had kind of a head scratch moment. It's like, am I remembering all the mythology wrong? Well, that's the thing. That I, I don't know how much is from the comics and how much is the MCU, but I do know that Marvel definitely mucks up the um, Norse 
sorry, North mythology. I have to use <laughs> right now. The, the North mythology. Uh, they definitely muck it up a lot, and there's a lot of things that they just changed because uh, they needed it to fit the story. But you know, uh, I I think that it would be a catastrophic pairing. I think it would be bad for the world. Um, but the one saving grace is it would be contained to just California. Because Sheldon doesn't want to move. <laughs> Asgard, Asgard's too cold. It's too far from the sun. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get a good spot. Then I have to deal with your idiot brother all the time. I left Texas for a reason. Thank you very much. I can just imagine Sheldon trying to like move his stuff into Asgard. No, no, no. I, I, I don't see any of that working. And then meanwhile, the Asgardians are like, oh. Oh no, this works. This works for us. Um, so Loki has found a boyfriend finally, like we've all been saying it. And, um, he is now yeah. going to live on what do they call Midworld? Is that what Earth is called? Sure. Midgard. Anyway, whatever they call yeah. Earth. Um, yeah, it's like, okay, we sent both of our boys to both our boys went to Earth and they both found girls that make them want to go there. Um, but it's okay. One's in California, one's in New Mexico. They're, they're not going to destroy and with each a boy. Other. Yeah. And, and, and it's fine because, uh, his boyfriend doesn't like Thor. So they're not even going to bother Thor. It's um, fine. Excuse me. I'm forgetting the name of a character. The, um, the character, uh, the member of the North, Norse pantheon the um the the all seer the, the guy that sees Odin. no 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 oh uh Heimdall yeah Heimdall 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 yeah. I imagine this scene and it would be very sweet and very funny of Sheldon giving Heimdall a telescope oh, God. <laughs> I don't I have no need of a telescope but, but it's 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 seven light years away you can't see it look you you have to you have to augment the you have to augment the thing using refraction of lenses. I'm a god. I, okay, fine. Then can you like just peek into this other universe for me because I have a theory that I've been writing about for years and I'd like to finally prove it. Thank you. Wheels in a whiteboard. Pro- prove me right. <laughs> Wheels in a whiteboard. Squeak, 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 squeak. Exactly. I mean, it would definitely be one of those things. Like, okay, Loki's coming home for the holidays. Yes, he's bringing him. Okay. No, so, we cannot have our food touch while he's here. You know what happened last time. So everybody make sure we use those god awful plates that separate all the food. So I um postulated I, 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 I had come up with a solution to the unified field theory, but it doesn't work in our universe. But Exploring the multiverse, I found that it works in Universe 27 Gamma. So can you move my spot to Universe 27 Gamma so that I can publish my paper and have it be correct? <laughs> Just move my spot. Just I love my spot. that. Just, Just move, move my stuff there. Not- I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I can definitely see Loki doing that. He was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all like being right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, Loki understands the multiverse now, so... <laughs> or at least a variant hmm. of his does. And if Loki gets beat up by Hulk, well, yes. we all know that the Hulk is um, prone to the effects of gamma radiation. Yes. Sheldon's a physicist. Mm-hmm. Oh, he will get his revenge. Oh, oh, he will definitely get his revenge. Sorry, Bruce. <laughs> all the Bruces are going down. Oh, no. This will be a bad day if they beat up his Loki. The, the, the thing is, what Loki never really understood is all he ever needed was a scientist. 
I mean, science versus science. It's it's how it works. So yeah, so that that's my pairing. What do you think? Ah, wow. All right. So of all of our pairings here, uh, I think we should rate them. I think we should figure out like what order do they go from like worst for the world or universe or just funniest pairing that you want to see a show about? Well, worst for the universe. Yes. Uh, would definitely be your last one there of um, the Daleks and the Borg. Ah, yes. I was going to say my the, last the, one wasn't that, but the yeah, Borg the Daleks queen, versus the Borg. The, the Borg Queen and Davros are definitely the worst. Yeah. And then I think Sheldon and Loki definitely has potential to muck up a multiverse, <laughs> although not nearly as catastrophically quickly as I think an an army of Borgified Daleks that are fueled by love. Oh, the romance scene is just really sickening. <laughs> oh, I uh, Davros in his like wheelie chair there, like all like spider webs all over him. He's like all old and gross, and the Borg Queen just going to. Town. I will say that I think that the uh, Medusa and Narcissus is going to be the most detrimental for everybody around them. Like that immediate area that is going to be, especially their bad. childrens. Yes. Um, I think that the uh, there's a lot of fun to be had from some of these, though. Like, so some of them I would definitely like give us a Marvel what if for that Loki and Sheldon Cooper thing. I mean, I oh, think yeah. that'd be hysterical. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Even if it wasn't romantic or gay, if they were just like, turns out they're buds. Yeah. Yeah. They're just best buds. I mean, that's fine, too. I mean, that'd be whatever. great. Um, um, I think a- I'm not romantic. My mother had me tested. <laughs> I think an alternate recut of mm-hmm. the original Top Gun, but just make it gay. Make it gayer. No, just make it gay. Er, it's not gay. The volleyball scene is a bunch of dudes on the beach flexing and playing volleyball. The fact that you looked at it and thought it was gay, man, there is a lost episode of Nutty Bites that <laughs> Tech and I were on with a good friend, and I'm so sad that it was lost, where we definitively said that that was a gay scene yes. in the sense of it is homosexual, and there's nothing wrong with that. It is beautiful. It, it is it was It was definitively proven during that lost episode. Yes. That was very funny. It helped uh, some people figure things out. Yeah, okay? it did help some people figure some stuff out. Um, it, it I, I will say, that movie did help me with my feelings towards a company called Grumman in a town called Bethpage. And I did fall in love with <laughs> Grumman Ironworks and the stuff. Okay, but they, they weren't made in Bethpage. They we were made in Bayshore. Right. The headquarters are in Bethpage. Yes, but the the planes were made, made in Bayshore. Were made in Bayshore. Yes. And. Well, some were made in Bethpage, but the ones we're talking about. And, a fa- <laughs> and j- just to show how deep my love goes. On the invited list of guests at our wedding and reception was a man who welded those planes together. He was a supervisor. He welded the uh, lunar module. Yes. But, but he wasn't on your guest list. He was, he, he was, he was on yours. Mine. Why do you yes. think I married you? Yeah. It was just for that conversation. <laughs> man, that is the long con, man. And you are paying for it. <laughs> you are paying for that. I mean, you haven't seen him in 15 years. Yeah. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> well, I, I, I would hope so. Um, <laughs> I, but, but to, to, uh, to, to back it up, I mean, do an alternate reshoot or do a remake of Top Gun where everything else is the same. It's set in the 80s. 
but they have to keep their relationship secret. And now you've got Iceman Kazansky who figures it out, who's going to out them. So Tom Cruise has to put on a beard and get in a relationship with his instructor, who is also gay. Who then, they both are like, oh yes, we do love kissing the opposite genders. Oh the yes, the kissing. The only reason why Kazansky is upset is because he wanted to be with him. <laughs> it's a love triangle. No, he was doing it with Slider. His name was Slider. <laughs> Again, I said, like, we've already seen this movie. And he was the hottest one in the volleyball scene. Come on, that little look he gave when he was ready to serve the ball. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Oops. I love it. Oops. Oops, what? <laughs> Oops. What? What? Huh? Um. Yeah, yeah. A reshoot of that would be fun. Um, I do think that the um, Sam and Harley has to be animated because I need animated Harley Quinn, not necessarily like uh, Margot Robbie Harley Quinn. Oh, I forgot to tell you what they bonded over. Mm. I totally forgot. Yeah, I had this all planned out and I forgot. So Sam and Harley, she thinks he's cute, whatever. Yeah, they bonded over the perfection that is an egg sandwich. Hey, everybody loves an egg Sammy. Exactly. An egg and cheese Sammy. Like that, it is perfection. And they bonded over it. Like there's nothing more wholesome. Well, would Sam eat a bird egg? Well, it's not an eagle egg, so it's fine. No, no. Well, you know what? This is, no. They bonded over an argument. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, Harley will say that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an egg and cheese Sammy, you know, Mm -hmm. on a bagel. On a roll. It's on a, a roll. roll. Thank you. But then, but then Sam is going to argue that no, the best New York breakfast is a bagel with a schmear and locks because he's a bald eagle. He eats fish. So of course, it's I mean, be- that's fair. That's, that's interesting. That's a, that's definitely a different way of going with it. And I do think that, yeah, a schmear and locks would, would definitely be, uh, more up his alley. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure Harley can agree that, you know what? Everybody likes good schmear. All right. All right, all right. I see where we're going. I see where we're laying down. Both, both of them, like having this argument, like every day they pass each other. Because, like, yeah. imagine I am imagining that the, the Muppet Theater, you know, the Off Broadway mm-hmm. vaudeville Muppet Theater, is in this like busy neighborhood. But you've got like a Bagel Boss across the street, <laughs> and then there's a, you know, there's a there's Katz's Deli, and you've got a thing and a that, and you've got all these restaurants and everything. So you got a subway station. Mm-hmm. You know, right there. So in the morning, it's in the commute that they just happen to keep passing each other. Oh, and then one day they they drop Sammys and and accidentally get the wrong Sammy, and then they have to find each other to return the Sammy. Uh, a bird egg? How 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 could you so insensitive to be eating a bird egg? Uh, because it's delicious and wonderful. And I'm sorry, I ate half your bagel. <laughs> I was really hungry. And it was so good. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> and I ate half your sandwich. I ate half your bagel. I mean, it's, it's, what I ate bagel? half your bagel. Three, two thirds. Three quarters. Why don't I just get you a new bagel? Sorry. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> Boop. Oh, man. Could you imagine, though, like they're snuggling and then uh, Bud and Lou wake up and then they start chasing after Sam. And he's like, I keep telling you, can we keep them out of the bedroom, please? <laughs> he flies up to the top of the door. <laughs> This is unsanitary. Oh, see, it's it's just good fun. It's just good fun. So I'm going to ask the listeners, listeners, 
reach out to us. Listen to the outro. Go in the Discord. Go in the Facebook. I got to tell you, I pay more attention to the Discord, and I'm not really good at that either. But uh, let us know. Um, no, I think your brother-in-law tried to send you a message a while ago, and you never saw it, so. Oops. Well, Discord doesn't give me notifications anymore. I I don't know why. It's really obnoxious. I wish it did. That's not the point. The point is, I want to know what their cracked pairings are. What are your doomed pairings? And let us know. Get Listen to the rules. Let us know. What are your doomed pairings? And try to make us laugh. Hopefully as much as we made you laugh. Because if we didn't make you laugh, I don't know what we're doing wrong. Because my cheeks hurt from laughing so hard. This was fun. This was great. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody. Before we go, we want to thank our patrons, without whom we wouldn't have two episodes a month. And we want to thank you so much for backing us. So Thanks thank for you. holding the gun to our head, guys. <laughs> thank you to our top patron, Jax, and our other big daddies, Jason and Rich the TT. Thanks, daddies. Thank you to our patrons of the arts, Hugh, Mark Cabot, The Encaffeinated One, and Susanna. And thank you to all of our other patrons, our lifeblood of this campaign, keeping us going. Thank you to Shane, Selgenor, Andy, Cliff, Greg, Harold, Ian, Justine, Ken, Kinsey, Melissa, Mike, PCAT, Radical Geek, Will, and Zachman. Thanks so much, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Nutty Bites is produced by Nimlas Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution No Commercial Non-Derivatives 3.0 International License. That means you can't change it without my permission. You can share it and send it to your friends. Just link back to me, my site, and everything. We live at nimlas.org, which has links to everything social media, including facebook.com slash group slash Nutty Bites and patreon.com slash nukejoss or call 347-Nutty42.